Hi, I'm Carolyn Sullivan with New Chapter Coaching. Welcome to a new episode of One Bite at a Time. This month, we're focused on employee engagement. We hear a lot about how hard talent is to find, but we don't hear as much about how hard talent is to engage, but it's true. There is an employee engagement slump in the US. Currently, only 32% of full and part-time US employees are engaged. Engaged is defined as employees who are involved in, enthusiastic about, and committed to their work and their workplace. Gallup tells us that 17% of employees are actively disengaged with their work and workplace. You might think, oh, more than a third of my workforce is engaged, Carolyn. I'm sure of it. And you might be right. But you also might be surprised how many of your employees aren't engaged, especially after two and a half years of a global pandemic. Two weeks ago, Hillary addressed what is employee engagement, why it is important, and how it is measured. Today, I'll talk with you about the process we recommend you follow if you're committed to finding out what employee engagement looks like in your organization and how to measure and improve it over the coming year. There are five steps. Let's take a close, up close look at each one of these steps. Step one, conduct Gallup's Q12 assessment. Gallup's Q12 assessment is one of the most recognized employee engagement tools in the world. It is high value, low cost at $20 per employee. The statements are declarative statements that employees easily answer on a five point Likert scale. And the assessment takes no more than 10 minutes to complete, including three optional open-ended questions. We can help you. You can go through Gallup, much more expensive option, or you can go rogue and find the assessment online and use SurveyMonkey not the legal way to be clear. If we help you, or Gallup does, you'll get a full report on the results with analysis. Step two, conduct a state of the team meeting. Pull together your leadership and any other team members who might be stakeholders to the issue of employee engagement. During this meeting, the team reviews and makes meaning of the data. The team then identifies one or two results it most desires to take action on. For instance, it might decide to focus on Q4, which states, I've received recognition or praise in the last seven days because it's one of the lower scores the team has received. Step three, develop an employee engagement action plan. Having identified its Q12 priorities, the team then brainstorms and reaches consensus on those action steps it thinks are most likely to move the needle on the priority. Step four, implement the employee engagement action plan. The next step is the hardest to be sure. Implementation of plans is always where organizations are most at risk of failing. Like with any plan, this is made easier when the employee engagement action plan is well built and contains dates, people will take the lead, measures of success, and mechanisms for checking progress. Step five, repeat and improve. The Q12 assessment is best used on a regular basis. Most of the clients we help with employee engagement use the Q12 on an annual basis 
to measure their improvement and the improvement of their employee engagement efforts. In each case, their intentional focus on employee engagement has yielded improved scores and organizational benefits. No business metric is more powerful than employee engagement. It drives every other metric we care about. Productivity, profitability, employee retention, workplace safety, and more. Every single one. So my challenge to you is, one, make a commitment today to measure and focus on driving this one metric, employee engagement. And two, to take one step in the next day to begin this process for your organization in 2023. That, my friends, is all for today's episode on employee engagement. Thank you for joining us and making moves to improve yourself and your organization one bite at a time. Join us again in two weeks to take another bite.